Hello, my name is Paul Bennett. Welcome to my humble diatribe for the day. Aren't words wonderful? Think about it. Electrochemical activity in the brain gives rise to something we call an idea. The idea gives rise to words to represent the idea. We can utter the word either by speaking it or by writing it down. Hearing or seeing the word gives rise to the same or similar idea in someone else's mind. Words are the go-between of human communication. What a technology! From thought to word to thought. The renowned futurist and science fiction writer Arthur C. Clarke wrote that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Wow! Words are magical. They are so advanced that, although based in physical and psychological phenomena, they encapsulate and transmit meaning like magic. It makes one think that places devoted to storing and generating words must also be magical. You know, places like libraries and parliament. This is borne out by the fact that magical terms are often associated with Parliament. For example, if you search for the word magic on the House of Commons website, a thousand and ninety results are returned from the records of the House of Commons proceedings. Thirty responses arise to a search for the phrase hocus-pocus, forty-three for the word witchcraft, and a hundred and twenty-two for the word wizard. You get my drift. There is much magic going on on Parliament Hill. Unfortunately, the magic of words is not perfect. Words can have more than one meaning, or different words can sound so much alike, sometimes confusion can arise. This confusion can be played to advantage in humorous situations. The French call them jeu de mots, literally games of words, what we call puns. Puns arise when one deliberately exploits different meanings of a word or of words which sound similar with comic intent. And then there are those situations which arise when the same word can have totally different meanings. Let me give you an example. Blindness is a fact of life around our household, as everything in our lives has to be adapted to the fact that Penny has no vision. Jefferson's very presence in our lives as her guide dog is one such adaptation. Please imagine my confusion a number of days ago when I received a telephone call which began with my interlocutor's self-introduction, Hello, I'm the blind installer. It felt like my mind jarred to a sudden halt as I tried to put together what I had just been told into something that jived with my reality. A number of questions arose, which uh, I was smart enough not to vocalize. I see. Uh, may I please speak to the sighted installer? What does this blind installer install? 
How does he get to his work sites? Does he have a driver? I said something marginally intelligent, such as, The blind installer? To which he responded, Yes, the blind installer. I was still trying to put this together in my mind. The silence on the line must have cued him in to my perplexity. The conversation carried on more or less as follows. Yes, I install blinds for the local home improvement store, of the blue variety. I then betrayed the supremacy of my intellect by replying, Oh, the blind installer, which must have persuaded him that he had a real winner on the line. After unclogging our conversation, I apprehended that the caller sought to arrange a time to measure our windows for the blinds we had ordered for our new house. This was duly arranged. A number of days later, he arrived at our house and met us all. My befuddled self, friendly Jefferson, and wonderful, blind, Penny. Being the clever person that he is, he came to understand how I could have been confused by his initial telephone greeting. When he called on a subsequent occasion to arrange to actually install the blinds, he started the conversation with, I install blinds for... So, as I was saying, this is one example of how the magic of words can lead to confusion rather than communication. I'll just roll up a few loose ends as I finish this episode. The installer drove himself. He was not a blind installer, although he did install our blinds very professionally. We would recommend this blind installer to anyone who might need his services, be they sighted or not. And that is my humble diatribe for the day. <laughs>